Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Just climb down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries. Chris, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gold ass to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring, a podcast where a Welsh immigrant, Reese, educates an ignorant Canadian, Jesse. Oh, about Canadian politics. But like, I think that's a given with the name of the podcast, Jesse. Yeah, he's an idiot. Thank, thanks, Reese. <laughs> Reese is like, yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Jesse, Jesse's currently staying thanks, for five That was fun. Jesse's inconveniently turned up at Howie's house and refuses to leave. Um, refusing to leave. That's right. Um, and uh, threatened a dirty protest if he if, if he, they try and remove him. So a dirty um, protest, right? A removal. So we're trying to make how he feel better by letting him be on the episode quickly. Yeah, and just run around his house screaming naked until yeah. he uh, calms down and lets me stay again for another exactly, day. exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, 
uh, Jesse, what, what's new with you? What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. As I had mentioned in our episode for our special friends, special friends. our Patreon episode, <clears throat> uh, I'm in Toronto uh, for the Toronto International Film Festival. And I got here on a train last night. Uh, very long train, but I like trains. It was fun. I think they bumped me up from economy to business class. It's kind of really nice. I don't know why, but uh, I wasn't going to complain. And then I got off the train and I couldn't get an Uber. So uh, it was really kind of funny. The taxi cabs are like fucking, they're like sharks. They swarm you. Like if you're walking, if they see you walking down the street with luggage, they'll slow down next to you, right? And like just kind of pull him beside you and you kind of go, hey, 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 beautiful. Do you need a ride? And you're like, essentially, as soon as I got off the tra- out of the train station, they started catcalling me. I'm not fucking, maybe not catcalling, but like, hey, hey, cab, do you want a cab? Do you want a cab? Hey, you over there, do you want a cab? Hey, do you want a, I'm not kidding. This happened. You look night. like you need a cab. Right? <laughs> and so the Ubers, they wouldn't, they wouldn't show up. They, would, they kept canceling because like, this is where all the taxis hang out. It's the taxis gang area, right? And so I'm the like, taxi gang. I guess I couldn't get an Uber. So this, I just kind of looked over in this taxi that's just been sitting there waiting for me, I guess, to finally realize that I can't get an Uber because this is taxi land. I'm just like, uh, yeah, are you available? He's like, oh, yeah. And he gets up and he, he opens up his trunk and he makes room in the back with first groceries or something for my luggage. And then he takes me and starts driving in the opposite direction. And I'm looking at the maps. I'm like, oh, I guess he has to go forward a little bit and then to like a u-turn i don't know toronto it's all weird roads and shit and there's construction everywhere but after like a little bit i'm like i think sir i think you're going in the wrong direction and he's like no 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 i know this city but like the back of my hand i've been driving this for 23 years and uh and i'm not going to name the actual street but let's just say uh i was like yeah i want you to drive me to, to blither avenue yeah, we're going to Blither Avenue. Absolutely. Blither Avenue. Here we go. And okay. And for like 20 fucking minutes, I'm watching on Google Maps as he drives me in the opposite direction of where I need to go. And he's like, here you are, Blither Avenue. And I lean out the window. I'm like, that's, that's, that's Glither with a G, not a B. And he leans out and like, oh, damn. Oh, yeah. Look at that. I'm like, fuck. So then he drives me all the way back to my actual destination that I had to show him on Google Maps. And then he's all embarrassed, but we joke that he's like giving me a tour of like a midnight tour of, of Toronto, suburban Toronto <laughs> uh, and all the construction that's happening. And he finally gets back and he he's, <clears throat> he wasn't going to charge me, but I gave him like 20 bucks for gas for whatever. So that was my first first uh, experience. At what, in at what point did you think? At what point do you think this is murder? I'm going to get murdered. He was I'm joking gonna... about it. The the driver driver at what was... point did you go, in two years' time, I'm going to be in, a, in several true crime podcasts? No, but like he started joking about that to me. I bet you think I'm going to murder you. <laughs> yes. like he's, he's like, your friend is texting you, I bet you, all the time. Like, where are you? Where are you? Have you been murdered? Ha, ha, ha. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> oh, you're, ooh, that's that's good. Did, did I get back. They'll call me the taxi killer. <laughs> that kind of thing. God. Anyway. Well, do you know the worst, worst travel story? Do you see that airplane that uh, land because of diarrhea? No. What? So, uh, no. Somebody on, somebody on the plane was racing up the aisle 
to go to the bathroom because they had diarrhea and it, it leaked all the way up the length no, of the island. that's disgusting. And the plane had to, it was only, t- it was two hours in a fl- into a flight from America to Spain and it turned around and land. Because, because the of, smell was so bad they, from the They described it as a, an emergency biohazard. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's, that's horrifying. Yeah, so could be worse. Wow. But it was in the news. That's even more horrifying. Imagine that that poor person. Do you know who it is? Let's shout them out. That's <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Imagine they're probably trying to keep the. Yeah, I know. That's the cool. That's the joke. <laughs> okay. Barry diarrhea. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's good. Good. What's going on in your life, Reese? Um, did I even mention why I'm in Toronto? I'm here at the film festival. Yeah, you did. You're at the film did festival. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually. Um, I'm getting ready for the Atlantic International Film Festival. I'm also going to be getting ready for. I'm going back. I've got a. I mentioned that before. I've got a film on the twentieth. Yeah. It's called Payback, my, a short film feature. Because my company is sponsoring the awards, and uh, I'm helping make the podcast as part of the sponsorship deal. So I got got to go and schmooze people as a sponsor. Dude, what's that? Poor fucking man. Oh God. I know. I got to drag. Horrible. I got to drag myself to about six cocktail parties. Uh, yeah. What 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 new hell? <laughs> anyway, um, so feel, we all feel really bad for you, man. <laughs> so, um, Jesse, uh, do you want us to do a content? Uh, yeah, let's do a content. Let's do let's do um, some of the content that people seem to like so much. This episode's called "Only Rich Prime Ministers." Oh, do you know we we talked about like. I don't know if, if you guys are following the the Andy Ganesh mystery uh, from like a number of we months ago. We covered this weeks ago. We covered this weeks ago. Months ago. Months ago. Yeah, no, we, we kind of drew a line into that story months ago. I think we did. Where, where we were just I'm like... trying to do the content. Oh, fine. I was just going to say, we, we figured, we're pretty sure that it's it's pretty much all coming from the States because like... Yeah. Our our numbers continue to grow in the, the general region of Heatherton or Heatherton. I don't know what it's. Yeah. I think it's Heatherton, which is just like a tiny, tiny population, and it's larger than any place in all of Canada that listens to us. It's really funny. So welcome, uh, any United States yeah. new listeners. Welcome. Oh, and by the way, shout out we, to well, uh, welcome United States listeners. We love your diarrhea plane. <laughs> welcome, shout out to Portugal. Uh, as as well as the Philippines, we've got a nice, healthy dose of new listeners in there this month. Nice, yeah, it's kind of cool. If you're listening from those uh, countries, uh, just saying hi, say hi back. It's good. Just write us an email or send us a speak pipe. Okay, that's it. I'm done. Do the content. <laughs> right, Let's go. So, only rich prime ministers is the name of this episode. Only rich prime ministers. Have, have, you, have you ever heard of a young boy called Peter McKay? I have not heard of Peter McKay. So he, Peter Gordon McKay is a Canadian lawyer and politician. He was member of parliament, uh, a member of parliament from 97 to 2015, where he was the minister of justice and attorney general, uh, minister of national defense, minister of foreign affairs. And, and he was in the cabinet and uh, prime minister, Stephen Harper. Um, you know, I don't care about this shit. You so know so I'm just interested in giving you context of who Peter. So Peter McKay ran to be leader of the conservatives um, a while back. Okay. And, um, what, what thing did like 2015 you're saying sorry what year what year what year did he run hang on hang on hang on, hang on. he ran uh in the 2020 conservative leadership race oh wow okay 
um, against which Aaron, Aaron, Aaron O'Toole won. Uh, Peter McKay. Peter McKay. Okay. Peter McKay. And so that was 2020. So that was like three years ago. And I saw a newspaper article, and it basically said, after three years, Peter K. Uh, Peter K. Peter K. is a British comedian. Uh, after three oh. years, P- Peter McKay says he's finally paid off his 1.7 million dollar in leadership debts. What does that mean? So you have to pay to run as leader for a political party. So former U.S. Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice, country singer George Canyon, has all um, both helped him pay off his debts. Um, so he, he his campaign ran up to run as leader and included in his entrance fee came to 1.7 million, which he what had to remake. About? You don't have to pay to what? In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So, hold on, so what, what do you have to pay to run for? Like, If, we, so if you want to run to be leader of a party, a political party, each party charges fees to just to run just to try to get elected to try and get elected as the party leader not necessarily as an mp but just to lead that party that doesn't make any fucking okay i don't so right. so basically conservatives set an entrance fee the entrance fee to replace andrew Shear was two hundred thousand dollars along with a refundable compliance deposit of a hundred thousand dollars and that's just if you run. You don't even have that's to just a run to replace them as the leader, yeah. Okay. So and also Doug Ford to run as the progressive progressive conservative leader in Ontario, his fee was a hundred thousand. Um two thousand and nine, the federal liberal leadership race was ninety thousand. Um wow. and also um the Ontario Liberal Party was seventy five thousand. However, 20, you get voted in from the public? Like, how does that... Not from your party. The party members vote you in. The party member, okay. Yeah. yeah. In 2003, Jean Chaton, who I can't say... Um, Jean Chrétien? Jean Chrétien, yeah. Um, Jean Chaton. <laughs> so so he, was, he was the sitting prime minister, but when he um, was originally took part to run as liberal leader in 93, it was only $10,000, which was refundable. 
Okay. So why did this guy rack up $1.7 million? It was the entrance fee. It was $200,000. It was the entrance fee. You said the entrance fee was two hundred grand. Yeah, but this is also the campaign, the costs of the campaign of like flying around the place, talking to people, you know, having glitter fall from above with balloons, that kind of stuff. See, I thought this is where you got donations from people who are interested, from large corporate lobbyists who want you to have their, keep their interests in mind if and when you get voted in. And so, like, I just assumed that, you know, people running for politics uh, are just making bank left, right, and center, and none of it's coming out of their own goddamn pockets. Well, that's the thing. He didn't, so he didn't... I would assume this is a very accurate assumption. I would assume this assumption. Yep. I'm going to go with that. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the thing. He had to find donations to cover the cost, but he right. said it was not easy to say the least. It was a very it was a very heavy burden to carry after the result of the leadership. To be informed that we were in that much debt was a shock to me. So I don't think you realized how much they were going to, they were kind of like keeping the receipts. I don't understand. So hold on. I guess, like, I don't... Did he pay for this himself? No, he. this would have been done through donations and through the party, I guess. So they're donations. It's not debt. Yeah, but he had to find, he owed the Conservative Party $1.7 million after after his leadership campaign. Okay, hold on. Wait, okay. I'm confused. Let's I don't quite it. understand it, but that's just... So I'll well, let's, try to, well, let's try to... Hold on. Let's try to... So McKay's leadership, McKay's leadership race was held under, a fed, under federal election law that gives three gives candidates three years to raise enough donations to pay off campaign debts. If they don't, the consequences can include fines and even jail time. Okay, so let me just get this straight. So Peter McKay, Peter McKay, is that his name? Yeah. Peter McKay, <clears throat> he he wanted to run for MP. Uh, no, for, like, for leader of the Conservative Party. Sorry, leader of the Conservative Party. And they're like, okay, that's going to cost you $200,000. And he's like, great, I'm going to get some some lobbyists of some dirty, filthy, filthy, filthy corporations, the grosser the better, to give me money so that I can pay you guys to run. And they're like, that sound, that's great, man. We'll do whatever the fuck you want. We don't care. And he did it. And he got all this money and he got like just millions of dollars or 1.7 millions of dollars, which the majority of which he spent on glitter and champagne for his campaign. And, and he still, he, he had three years to pay off this $200,000 debt to the conservatives just to do this. And and I guess he like just promised money to everybody and he just spent a $1.7 million without actually paying any of his bills or any of his debts. And then at the end of the campaign, he lost and he's like, fuck me, I'm $1.7 million in debt because I didn't pay anybody. Is that what happened? I don't know. I don't know. It's less an internal accounting thing. Because like if it's all donations, in order to in order to just run and run to be a, like the for conservative leader and to like pay for your parties as you do them like oh let's go have a party and raise you know kiss babies and I, all that shit. maybe maybe and there's a conservative spending, party credit card he kept putting it on i don't I know guess, it's weird if you're getting donations and then spending those donations where's the debt racking up to the point where he's now like oh thank god i'm free of this debt like where oh how he has something how he has something hang on, hang on two seconds oh 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 oh, oh sorry i on, jesse i'll come back now hang on Sorry, I'm back. Sorry, how okay. we, how we, how we, what was your question? What happened? You okay? No, I had to take the pie out there. 
You gotta take the pie out of the oven. (laughs) (laughs) What was Howie's question? Yes, Howie, what do you want to say about that? Uh, In regards to uh, donations and money, um, uh, in regards to uh, also Jesse's point about corporate lobbyists, we really do not have that kind of system in Canada as the Americans do, like there's not, you know, five lobbyists for every MP. And especially when it's an internal uh, party race where you're going for the leadership of the party and not a seat like um, a general election. Uh, Basically, from my understanding is McKay uh, borrowed a lot of money from private individuals like Stephen Harper, Tim Houston, even Condoleezza Rice, the former Secretary of State. Uh, during the Bush administration. Um, So that's actually personal financial debt that he would have to take on. Now, if he became the leader, there is that possibility that he could pay that back with the conservative credit card. But because he lost, that is personal financial debt. Oh, there we go. Wow. Thank you, Howie. That was uh, oddly informative for this show. Yeah, a new co-host just for me. (laughs) Someone who actually knows what they're talking about. It's weird. Now and then we get we get actual facts on this show. There that's you great. go. Well, that's, that's good. A, that's a good. special treat for everybody out there who's been listening for three years. Facts. Exactly. Neat. Also, so <laughs> do you know back in 1976, Joe Clark ran for the PC leadership race, and it was just a five hundred dollar good faith deposit that would be refunded to enter. When was this? 1976. 76, yeah. Which is so five hundred dollars. Yeah. Which is refunded. Refunded 500. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. But the, the okay. thing is, is that what the point of this is that it obviously it highlights how expensive it is to run, to be the leader of a party, which is the only way to become prime minister. So you've right. either got to have a lot of money yourself, or you've got to be incredibly well connected and know people who have money who can help you afford these things. So Peter, Mac- Peter McKay is a lawyer, but obviously he didn't have enough money to pay that off. So the interesting thing is, is like it shows that only certain people in certain socioeconomic positions with certain networks are ever going to be prime minister. Right. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's faulty as fuck. I don't think I like that. No. No, no exactly. exactly. you got to be rich so- to be PM. Exactly. So, so people who helped him fundraise to pay off his debt were like Stephen Harper, Brian, Brian Mulroney, uh, Pierre Polyev, uh, Alberta Premier Daniel Smith, Nova Scotia Premier Tim Houston, former U.S. Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice, and celebrated country singer George Canyon all helped him pay the debt off. Aww. That's um, sweet. That's nice. Yeah. But apparently he's like, he says he's not bitter. He's disappointed um, that he lost. Um he said he's focused on moving forward um, or, and not on whether he missed a shot as prime minister. Do I regret ever having a chance to run for the top job? He said, I'm not going to let that be something that defines me. So there you go, the, buddy. The silver lining there's is no, there's always he, a silver lining. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he wouldn't have um, the, the silver lining is he's got to spend more time with his wife and kids. Uh, I'm sorry for them, but that's all right. You know, it's, yeah. it's the price you pay. <laughs> exactly exactly who's this conservative mp in our house all the time where's your dad so there's there's got to be something very unpatriotic not unpatriotic un what's the word i'm looking for canadian we, undemocratic you should be able to vote in whoever the fuck you want 
Yeah, right. but you, only certain people are ever going to be able to go, I can commit to this without having crushing debt for the rest of my life. I guess. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I don't <clears throat> know. Or run, do it, run for it, and just declare bankruptcy. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. There you go. Hey, there's Facebook. your advice, people. Run for run for prime minister and and declare either, bankruptcy immediately. You've either got to be rich and well-connected or not worried about having a credit or, rating. Or poor and don't give a fuck. <laughs> I vote for that person. <laughs> it's the kind of person I'm Jesse and I'm poor and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't care how many uh, leadership vote debts I acquire. I'm never going to pay them. I'll just change my address. <laughs> And that's what I tell all my debtors immediately after taking money just, from them. And beforehand, I, and I change one letter in my name. <laughs> so. <laughs> so anyway, so, uh, that, so that's that interesting, interesting fact that, yeah, if you want to be prime minister, have deep pockets or the friend or friends who have deep pockets or something. Mm. Got to say, this was a, this was an interesting episode, but not a mind blowing episode. We haven't I'm had a sorry. mind-blowing episode in a long time. You know, when people ask me to listen to the show and they ask me, or the, uh, when I ask them, when, when I tell people about the show and they ask me what my what episode I would recommend, I bring them back to, like, Clowns versus Firefighters Gang War in Toronto, which is one of my favorite episodes. But that was a long time ago. I gotta keep your feet to the fire, man. You're just teaching me about politics now. This is just, like, regular old fucking politics. I feel like I'm going to night school. Good. It was interesting. It was interesting, but it wasn't mind blowing. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. Come on, man. <laughs> Up your game, Reese. I I work hard at these episodes. I've got some great. They got some great ones coming up. All right, you're better. Fucking yeah. With titles such as the housing theory of everything. All right. Um, we're going to do some controversial topics that might lead to getting hate mail. Oh, good. I like and maybe even some death threats. Ooh. All right. That'd be nice. What else is coming up? Um, how uh, fundamentalist Christians are trying to seize power um, mm, in okay. some parts of Canada. Um, that sounds interesting, not crazy though, but interesting. Uh, uh, houses, houses. You said houses before, so two yeah. houses, two more housing episodes. All right. Um, corruption, <laughs> death, lots of death, lots of death. death. All right. Yeah, I can, I can get down with death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our murder, De- our murder, uh, Canadian politics is murder trilogy, uh, did really well. Did really, yeah, really well. Thank exactly. you all for listening. Well, what about, uh, there's gonna be an episode soon about an island in Montreal where there are 5,000 Irish people buried. Oh my God. Let's do that one. What? Yeah. That sounds all right. That sounds, I mean, it doesn't sound crazy unless there's I'm not, I'm not under nice story? circumstances. Can you find like a ghost story involved with that or like something juicy? That could just be a really sad statistical episode as well. There's an episode I'm, uh, I've got, it just says War Cake. I don't know why that it sounds good. You, you you have an episode title written down called War Cake and you forgot what it's about. I got okay. notes there. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just skimming. So War Cake. Okay. War Cake. Oh, you know what? I got to say one of our recent episodes about um, Moose Jaw, sex, corruption, and secret tunnels. This is one, it's a, that was a really good episode. I like that one a lot. Good. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Cool. So Canadian politics is boring.com where there's more fun. Um, there's there's uh, even some interactive games where you can throw muffins in Jesse's mouth. There are not. Are there? <laughs> I haven't been to the website in a while. <laughs> or you can throw what into my mouth? Muffins. <laughs> muffins. I love muffins. Maybe even win a prize or a discount code for a t-shirt. It doesn't exist, but I wish it did. <laughs> 
Uh, send us a speak pipe. Let us know what you thought of today's mediocre episode, people. Uh, speak pipe. If, if, if you design online games, Calp has designed this game. <laughs> We could throw a muffin into my mouth and people will actually have a reason to visit our website. Help Jesse wake up to record an episode by feeding him muffins <laughs> while Reese waits on the side. That'd be great. Yeah. And every day, I want to now and again, I rush off across the screen to take a pie out of the oven. Yeah. If you make games, we'll, we'll, we'll take it from you and Perfect. pat you on the head and thank you for it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Great news, everyone. Okay. That was See fun. Yay. Bye. End recording. We're going to go eat the pie. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.